1: welcome to the sift spoil uh for the movie uh what movie are we talking about oh yeah kingsman the golden circle that's what it is uh josh is still hanging out with us from the nether region uh now you can listen only if you have actually seen the movie uh you will be arrested otherwise uh because it's just not okay uh we don't want to spoil it for you plus we're just going to jump around so it may not make a lot of sense if you haven't seen the movie uh, in yeah. the first place, I don't know that there's a lot really to spoil here, uh, but we did mention the ending, so let's start there because I know you had mentioned it not being actiony enough for you or not a big enough action scene. So, are you talking about like the final fight with uh, um, Pablo Pascal's character, um, who played whiskey? I think was the name of the character.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm actually. I I love that. I I love the fight. So here's the deal. I love the. I love the action scene. I love from when they. Since we're talking spoilers, when they raided her compound. Yeah. Right. What and it felt very small scale to me compared to the last movie. The last movie, they're in the with the silo, and there's just it felt like hundreds of guys that they were fighting and doing stuff, and they all had to be in different places coordinating. Well, they literally blew the
1: head off of hundreds of people at the same time.
2: Yes, absolutely. Now, and this one I I li- I loved I thought the scene was good. I just was prepared for a scene where they battled like a hundreds of guys instead of like a dozen. And right. that's how that that last scene it felt like there was like 12 bad guys they had to fight. And they fought them by walking down the middle of the road shooting at them and stuff, which was awesome to watch and very cool, but I uh, and, 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 but then, so that, that part of the fight, when they broke off and had their own little dual battles, I thought that stuff was amazing. And I love the very last scene, too. It was just the, the tent pole scene getting us into that. I, her compound seemed really small and, you know, m- minimally managed <laughs> for somebody who had that strong a tray, drug trade, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. For no, a movie, here's what it is for a movie that was all about like excess, two guys, Fighting 12 guys, it was doable, but what's not doable that would have fit more in this movie is if they were fighting, you know, 100 guys, and they still won. That would fit more in the movie to me.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. No, I think I think you're right. I Just for me, I guess uh, I didn't expect it to be the same as the first one, and actually I kind of respect it a little bit for not feeling like it has to up the ante on something like that because sure. I don't know that you can. Uh, you're right. It was a little more simplified, kind of one-on-one or one-on, you know, twelve kind of battle. Um, there also yeah. is something beautiful about that too, in that you can kind of, uh, you know, see more of what's going on. It's not just a big, you know, cacophony of violence. It's, uh, yeah, you know, it's a little more intimate in that way.
2: So that, so that's what I was saying. Like, I don't. I, it was weird because it was the the yes and there was the what I liked and what I didn't like. The, the problem was that by the time it was over, I didn't realize what I had set through. I thought it was a precursor to something bigger. And then when I realized, oh, that's the big thing, I at that point in time, I, I was like I had missed my chance to enjoy it for fully what it was. I thought it was leading to something more instead of something restrained. And, though, and what it led to were, were great battles and, you know, really cool sequences where they had to deal with their own, the, you know, the, dealing with the robot dogs and then fighting the other guy. Um, I thought it was great, but I felt like I got robbed of that scene because I, I was waiting for that scene to take me to another scene. Sure, I guess I can see That's
1: that. All. Um, it's hard yeah. to say you get robbed though in a movie that has this many set pieces. I like. I, <laughs> sure. Like it starts sure. off with uh, you know, an incredible chase scene where that yeah. that one shot of the drift slide through an entire Man. yeah that was a bl- oh <laughs> that was it was so cool that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen um, it kind of out out Baby Driver to Baby Driver uh, in that moment <laughs> um, so you know you've got that one that ends with you know him driving underwater to you know their their place you've got the I'm just yeah. trying to think of them off the top of my head so I'm not going in order I'm sure. But then you've got the yeah. the snow one, um, yeah. where they you know are escaping with the um, the antidote, uh, which by yeah. the way that's kind of the you know that's the the main plot of the movie uh, is just so like to infect that much of the population with this drug, and then you're, you're basically holding. She even says it: it's the world's largest hostage situation uh yeah it's a pretty incredible thought has that been done before that just feels like something that should have been done before that's so amazing that's actually a really interesting thought
2: um i don't think so did the the first x-men movie was it it was that was just more specifically new york wasn't it yeah um that was the first thing that came my mind um it may be you know first global hostage situa- <laughs> situation situation <laughs>
1: Um so you've uh, got the the snow one which uh
2: Independence Day.
1: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um and so yeah, the, yeah you, the snow one yeah. You've got the you know the final battle which is kind of twofold it's invading the compound and then it's also the battle with the surprise uh you know uh double agent which they didn't really yeah. resolve very well I didn't feel like because I think he was saying that am I getting this right? He was saying that Colin Firth's character was alert the whole time and knew what was going on. Did he say that?
2: I yeah, I think what they were referencing was whenever Colin Firth shot him in the face and Eggy said he's you, you did that because you're not right. So that's what he was referencing that he actually was right and he was sharp whenever he shot whiskey in the face. Oh,
1: okay. I thought he was saying like whiskey he was said. sharp the whole time. I was like no, wait a I second. Think I,
2: that doesn't make any sense. I—that's how I took it. Is that—that's what he was saying. That no, he was—he was solid from the time he shot me in the face. Even though you thought he was messed up, ah, uh, um, that makes sense.
1: That makes sense. By the but way, but it
2: was a little convoluted because he was—he was—he had the same thoughts that the president did, even though he was not working for or with the president. <laughs> it seems like for storytelling purposes, it would have been just as easy to say, "Oh yeah, I'm with the president on this." You know, they both met an end
1: yeah you know. i feel like that's that's uh, again why that whole presidential s- side story almost was unnecessary like i think you could have made the same thematic points without yeah. having an american president who want and maybe that was just a political choice you know like you know trump commentary of some sort maybe that's why they they wanted to do that i don't know but um i, d- I didn't feel maybe, like it yeah. needed to be there by the way uh i love the fact that you called the lead character eggy Instead of Eggsy. <laughs> eggy,
2: yeah. It's like,
1: it's like how it's like how I like my uh, my egg McMuffins, just a
2: little eggy. My eggy. He he's lucky he didn't get called what's his name. Um, I don't always walk away with the character names like firmly planted in my head. This one was easy because they were all named after you know alcoholic beverages, so that was good.
1: Yeah, I love that. Um, and I actually love that, that stuff was- where all the you know the the Kingsmen are all named after you know knights of the you know the king arthur stuff and then the statesmen are all named after alcoholic beverages uh i I don't know i thought (laughs) i thought the uh the mirroring of those two organizations was done really well you know what i mean like the idea of you know that's
2: where i think like the the 13 year old mindset actually worked well because that's i mean in that movie it works perfect but that is like such a like preteen idea what if everybody was named after (laughs) alcohol beverages you know (laughs) but it works out nice it's yeah it's it's funny yeah
1: we didn't even mention the fact Um, that holly berry is in this movie
2: um
1: it's great like i just jeff bridges holly berry like just what a cast
2: there's so many of them that that, they a lot of them feel underused even though there's not a whole lot more you could do with them for sheer time of the movie um I guess if you got rid of the president stuff, but then you'd be losing um, two two more great actors.
1: So I was just going to ask, is there anything else in the movie that you feel like we could talk about? I guess the only thing for me uh, that is worth spoiling just to mention it is the emotional scene that I think really works uh, with the death of Merlin. Um, and the I actually,
2: yeah, I
1: actually really liked. There was something really powerful about the switcheroo on the landmine. That I was not expecting. Yeah. That caught me off guard, uh, because everything yeah. in this movie they always seem to have you know the perfect technology that gets them out of the situation, and so he's got this freezing stuff, and he's like, okay, it'll freeze it for a couple seconds, and you know, we'll have to run away. And then he what he actually did was freeze it and then step on it himself. I don't know. I found that really powerful.
2: I, I did too. And for this, I think it even hit stronger because of the the tone of the movie um, that's not it's not its inclination to do that right so right. it's not it's but they earn it with that character because you you know he's been able to depend on him for two movies um, the only person that he's been able to depend on for two full movies you know it couldn't have been anybody else that did that at that point right you know? yeah um, for sure they because they because they did they eliminated everybody else in the opening scene of the movie <laughs> you know I mean, we didn't not talk the opening about that. but in the first act of the movie, that's what I wanted to talk about. But yeah, I thought that was a great scene, and the way they set it up was great, and uh, it, uh, the way he delivered—he—he—he—he he, he, he goes out singing his favorite singer, which is John Denver, uh, at the top of his lungs, as the bad guys move in on him, and just the the side glances to to the other two characters, the two Galahads. Um, what a great like, just those the looks all the looks that they were all giving each other. And forth the the result the, I don't do it and then the resolve of it and the thank you of it and it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really well done. So you had something you wanted to
2: say about the beginning? Well, I was about to talk about the, the early sequence where so many of our heroes die. The so we we both talked about the the first one made us feel pretty gross in that chapel scene. And right. It's yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Like we're mesmerized by it, but it's this grotesque sort of and whatever the you know. Vaughn and or the the team was trying like they were it it, I don't know I wouldn't say if it it felt sinister but there was something they were trying to make us feel with that scene that grossed me out Um, and I was nervous watching this movie because in this sequence whenever so many of the people from the first movie they're all just blown the smithereens kind of um, without much pomp or anything it just kind of happens I was afraid that there was going to be this more this kind of uh, contempt is the wrong word but that's how i I felt watching it in that first scene i'm sorry in the first movie the chapel scene i felt Mm -hmm. like this i don't feel like he likes me right now he wants to do this to me (laughs) and when everybody died in this movie i was like oh crap that's what he's doing again he's gonna make a movie where i i make me feel things i don't want to feel right you know like he's taking advantage of Me watching his movie, (laughs) I don't know how to explain, (laughs) but it turned out it didn't. It it didn't do that, and it actually paid off. And you know, he earned that with the rest of the movie. But um, I I went in with my dukes up after that.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I can see how that would have the that kind of impact. What's What's interesting though is that he kind of just kind of tiptoes up up to that grossness that you're talking about a couple times, and I just I just don't feel like he dove off. The ledge, like he did in the first one. So, yeah,
2: um, I don't either, and I don't even think this was gross. This is just like an ov- more of the overall like, uh, what? Wh- um, it's almost like he doesn't like some of his characters, and he wants to put the characters through something terrible. It's like, um. Y- there's a sadistic to nature it. to
1: it that seems... Yeah, there's yeah.
2: there's some writers, you know, when they write, they love their characters and they're precious. And even though if they have to kill them off or put them through something. But putting um, putting um, uh, Galahad through that in the first movie, the chapel sequence, only to end the chapel sequence with getting shot in the face. And for all intents and purposes, he's dead, right? We don't know until halfway through the movie of this movie, that he's alive, right. even though he's in the posters. Well, and that's something but,
1: we could talk about in the spoilers that we didn't talk about in the main.
2: Sure. But when they did that in the first movie, they had no intention of bringing him back, I guarantee you. They were just like, oh, you know, yeah. it would be awesome. It's kind of like that episode of The Walking Dead. You know how everybody took it so hard, um, and I didn't see it, but w- when they kill off a character so gruesomely, who a bo- the most beloved character... It's like, why do you hate puppies so much? Why do you hate babies so much? Why do you hate, you know, that? And so that's what I was, that's more what I was afraid of, the overarching, like, that he doesn't love his characters or his audience. He's going to, he's going to kill them all, even though it wasn't a gross, you know, sequence scenario. It was just right. like a bombing or whatever. Right. I mean, that's gross. Don't get me wrong. But it, it wasn't a lot of like, oh, they're having the best day of their lives and she's snuggling a puppy. Although one guy was snuggling a puppy, wasn't he? See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway that's that's all it it turned out it was not an issue but i was afraid it was going to be based on the first act of the movie
1: you know the the thinking about him coming back to life that character galahad coming back to life is a little bit annoying and there is an element of this movie where it basically was deus ex machina the movie you know i mean there's so many things that happen in this movie just because they have to coincidentally happen at that time uh to save somebody and uh And it's just like, but at some point with a movie like this, you kind of go, eh, okay, I, I, you know, you can pick those nits. Uh, you can do the, you know, you can send the movie, you know, so to speak. But, um, yeah. but I think I'm a little more lenient in a movie like this on that kind of stuff. But yeah, that whole, oh, we just happened to be listening to this going down and just happened to have a headshot technology that we've invented where you put their head in... A, uh, a balloon with mixtures and somehow it saves them. You know, it's just like, yeah. okay, sure, <laughs> fine, whatever. Uh, well,
2: in another movie, you couldn't get away with it. But right. it's the the tone and the, the universe of this movie. You still roll your eyes a little bit, but you're like, yeah, it's actually better that he's in it. So, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. It's
2: allowed because we got Colin Firth back and he's so good. Yeah.
1: And, you know, he's <laughs> has amnesia for the first part of the movie and you know they have to try to uh traumatize him out of his amnesia which you know that's always fun um yeah but but well, uh,
2: that's something we talked about in the th- earlier thing too that's one of those points um where if you didn't watch the first movie you would have a little trouble grasping entirely what was happening in this in this movie
1: well and i and i really loved the bar scene like the american bar you know um the old west kind of thing uh-huh. where you know you think he's back and everything he's doing is just it's not working like it was. The manners, yeah. you know, maketh the man, and so really it becomes a way to highlight, um, uh, whiskey's character. And you yeah. know, for him, that's another set piece we didn't talk about is the bar scene and whiskey, uh, yeah. battling those yeah. guys, which was awesome. Um, yeah. But if you haven't seen the first one, you don't get how beautiful that mirroring is. What you know, the manners maketh the man, and the using his umbrella yeah. to swing something at somebody, and um, locking the door, and you know, it's just it's a direct mirror of that scene from the first one. Um, yeah. and, and you just you just wouldn't get a lot of that stuff. And there's you know there's but- the other thing we haven't mentioned. Go ahead, you go first because I'm going to switch the topic a little bit.
2: Well, I was just going to say with that is all, the, all of the dog stuff, which turned out to be you know, the key to unlocking Colin Firth's character, is unlocking his memory, all had to do with his love of his dog. But if you didn't watch that first movie, you see a lot of dogs in this movie, but you don't fully. You see a stuffed dog. You, you're trying to figure out the relevance. And they do a little bit of a flashback, but but even that is less of, hey, here's what, what you missed in the first movie, and more of here's a reminder of what you saw in the first movie.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even the flashbacks, yeah. Um, someone we haven't mentioned in either place, and we'll mention him now in spoilers, is Elton John. Uh, oh. <laughs> who plays an astoundingly large role in this movie. Like, he, he is, he is. I feel like Channing Tatum, Emily Watson, and Jeff Bridges are more cameos than Elton John is in this movie. Like, Elton John true, has more true. screen time than they do uh, yeah. in this movie. As Elton John, uh, nonetheless. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> that
1: stuff, for the most part, it didn't bother me necessarily. It also didn't work for me. But I, I bring it up because um, we mentioned the over-the-line th- final joke of the first movie. Uh, there is a play on that with Elton John's character where the character's like, I want to go to one of your concerts. And he's like, hey, if you save the world, I'll give you a, quote-unquote, backstage pass. Uh, uh. And it's like, if you don't know the reference from the first movie, like there's just a lot of stuff like that 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 just would play really strange and weird.
2: Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's, it, well, the, his whole part was—you're right—it was very strange and weird. Um, and you know, for me, it didn't. It, I was like you; it didn't not work for me, but it didn't especially work for me. Except there was one moment, and you—you you may have noticed this too. Where one moment where it officially did not work for me, and it's when he looks directly at the camera <laughs> and and cheese grins to the camera, and while like, he's doing a that karate would... kick. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't work in any movie unless it's a Mel Brooks movie. Like, it doesn't. Like for me, I was just like, okay, that doesn't. We were already on the line of, you know, what's the how real is this universe? Right. And now you're like literally saying. And now you're watching a movie. Don't forget, <laughs> you know. You're
1: right, yeah. and it feels it feels out of place with the rest of the film, too. Like, you, you don't, for as crazy as this world is, and as meta as it might be at times, it doesn't really break that fourth wall in that way.
2: No, it doesn't. And,
1: it, you know, for it to take that moment to literally wink at the audience uh, is... <laughs> Yeah, is yeah. That's 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 kind of out of character. I think that is the one moment during the whole movie where it does misplace its tone in some ways. Um, but in in yeah. many ways, that whole Elton John thing is a, is a little bit different than the rest of the tone. I don't know. There's something there's something a little off about it. It didn't take me out of the movie necessarily, but I didn't I didn't quite buy it.
2: Uh, I would I would land on the same spot. I think.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, anything else? Anything else you want to spoil before we finish out?
2: I did think that uh, what's the what's whiskey's what's the actor's name?
1: Uh, Pablo Pascal, I think.
2: All right, it felt uh, he he was great, but I uh, I thought it was I I thought it felt like um, oh crap now I can't remember the guys Nathan I thought it felt like Nathan Fillion doing his Elvis doing Elvis impression oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> I you know I felt that too but which worked. I, I didn't know if it was if it was him or just the fact that I just finished Narcos season three and he plays such yeah. a serious role in Narcos um, that that I was having trouble with the disconnect. You know, like I was having I thought that was on me, not him. But if you had the same experience without Narcos, uh, then maybe that's a little bit on him, too. I don't know.
2: Maybe I thought the character worked and everything. I just I don't know that actor well enough. And I, I haven't been watching Narcos um and i looked up and i was like oh i guess i have seen him a couple of times um i don't remember what now i saw him in but uh yeah there was a time i was like wait it's it's nathan fillion doing an elvis impression i think yeah uh
1: thank you very much thank you very much uh well there you go Um, yeah uh that is kingsman the golden circle full of spoilers um everything we wanted to chat about it. Uh, We will be back next week talking spoilers on American made. uh, So be ready for that. And thanks for tuning in, Josh. Thank you once again
0: for hanging out and talking movies.
2: Hey, my pleasure. It was a blast Aaron.